When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, and now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back to you, it's Hale Varsity Radio Roadshow. We're here at the Graduate in Minneapolis. This is our third adventure up here to the land of 10,000 lakes. Uh, sadly, I am 0-2 here. That may change. That may change. Uh, we'll see. It's a big ball game tomorrow night. It's a big day in the state of Nebraska. It is uh, volleyball day in the state of Nebraska. Mike Babcock is with us and at M- MD Babs on Twitter is where you find Mike and uh, you catch him with Hale Varsity. Babbers, what a what a day in, in Nebraska. What a moment for Nebraska athletics and John Cook and all the celebration that's gone into selling out Memorial Stadium tonight and setting a world record potentially. And, oh, yeah, there's kickoff to the rule era tomorrow. Tomorrow, uh, How are you soaking all of this in? You know, it's uh, the volleyball thing, I think, is uh, just remarkable that they're able to do this. I remember covering Terry Pettit sitting in his office interviewing him in the Coliseum uh, his office was a converted custodial closet, and you couldn't see the assistants from one to the from one side of the office, the office to the other, um, because of the pipes and stuff. Terry would go out on the floor. He'd have to run off all the guys playing uh, pickup basketball off the floor of the Coliseum, so they could set up their own nets, so they could practice. And now you're at a position where you're in Memorial Stadium and you can draw 90,000 plus people to watch a volleyball match. It's remarkable. And, you know, I wasn't around when to cover it when it was in Mabel Lee Hall, but I remember Mabel Lee Hall. Um, what a difference uh, in, in women's sports. And it's just a tribute, I think, to, the, to women's sports in general and to the passion of Nebraska fans, um, whether it be football, volleyball, basketball, whatever, uh, Nebraska fans are there to support it. It's Mike Babcock with us here, Hale Varsity Radio. And Mike, as we look back at 100 years of Memorial Stadium, when I think of events at Memorial Stadium that were not Husker football, I think it's that Garth Brook concert two years ago, and that's about all I can remember in my lifetime. Are there any I'm, I'm leaving off the list here just in terms of how special this is that the volleyball team gets a chance to play Memorial Stadium? I think Farm Aid, the Farm okay, Aid thing yeah, yeah, was, a, was a pretty big deal. Um, but uh, certainly, the, you know, this has to be right at the top. Um, who, who would have ever envisioned this thing? You know, that you would play a volleyball match in the, in the, uh, in the stadium and uh, that you would generate this kind of interest uh, people wanting to be a part of the experience, I think, is 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 the big thing. Is just to say, hey, I was there when this happened. Um, just remarkable to me. Mike, uh, 
let's get a thought on tomorrow night, Nebraska, Minnesota. We've already dove into some of the the breakdowns. We've already dove into some of the, the, the question marks and thoughts on on how it how it can be a, a positive outcome for the first time in a while. Five games against Minnesota. Mike, Minnesota is one of those teams Nebraska needs to not split with but beat, and they haven't done it because Minnesota and P.J. Fleck have done a better job of developing. They've done a better job of finding ways to get it handled in tight ball games, not just against Nebraska, but they've done so against Wisconsin. Uh, they've played Ohio State okay. They, they've got a Penn State win under their belt. It's them and that's about it. I mean, uh, for, for Western division wins, while they still exist over the East. So how big is tomorrow night in, in this grand scheme here? Fleck v. Rule, the first of many, potentially, or maybe not, who knows. But what do you think uh, this game means? Who's it bigger for? Is it bigger for Nebraska or bigger for Minnesota? I think it's bigger for Nebraska, obviously, because it's Matt Rule's first game expectations are high. Um, you know, it, it, I think about this whenever the season starts, you know, that the, we're around to see spring practice at Nebraska. We're around to see fall camp at Nebraska. We're there to hear Matt Rule talk each day. We're here to hear the, the assistants talk each day. Um, we're not there to hear P.J. Fleck talk in the spring. We're not there to hear P.J. Fleck talk in August. So the kinds of things that we hear, um, the optimism that we hear is probably the same thing in Minneapolis, listening to PJ Fleck. You know, you probably come out of it with a really kind of a one-sided, I guess is what I'm saying, sort of attitude. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm at a point where I've bought into it right now. You know, I think Nebraska has a good chance to win this game because I've heard Matt Rule say the right things and I've heard Matt Rule emphasize what I think are the right things for this program. And, you know, things like who gets a single-digit number and how that's determined. Things like we have 11 black shirts and it's a week-to-week -week thing. I think that's important. I think those little details, they're probably not looked at as little for some people, but I think those details are important to the program. His reference to Tom Osborne and being the strongest team in the fourth quarter, you know, using that line about, uh, you know, if you're running a, a, a sprint or a race or whatever, you don't let up at the end. Um, you speed up. You try to speed up. Being the toughest team in the fourth quarter, um, I, I think all those things have got me on board with they're doing the right things. They're tough. They're gritty. They're, they're not going to quit. They're going to go out there and, and give the best effort. And it's going to be a, a kind of a, in some ways, an old style Nebraska team because of the attitude. Mike, one of the things Matt Rules talked about a lot during fall camp has been the fact that he wants to see his team get better every single week. Whenever you look back at the last couple years of Nebraska football, I mean, you think back to last year with Northwestern first game of the season really was indicative of what we saw at least until Scott Frost was let go and if not a little bit longer about what that team was back in 2021 you look at the loss to Illinois it was a close ball game a one score loss but yet you found a way to lose and I think that was pretty indicative of the season 2020 we could throw out because of COVID but 
you, you play it close against Ohio State, but in the end, you just don't have enough talent to take down that team, which I think is pretty indicative of a lot of games we saw in 2020 as well. And in 2019, uh, you have a a nail-biting win over South Alabama that you never really felt great about, and then you followed up the week after with a loss at Colorado. And both of those games, I think, pretty indicative of what that year was. Do you think that tomorrow night's game will be indicative of this 2023 season for Nebraska? I, for me, it will, because I want to see this team on the field against another team. You know, And, and that's, to me, that it's going to be indicative in, in that sense. And, and again, I just think, I'll give you an example. Um, John Bullock, okay, he earned a scholarship in the spring. He's a walk-on. He earned a scholarship in the spring. He earned a single-digit number in the fall, and he's on the starting lineup. You know, that shows to me that what Rule says is not just a bunch of words. He means what he says. Here's a, a guy that walked on. He earned a scholarship. He got a single-digit number. He's a black shirt, and he's starting against Minnesota. That says to me he's followed the process that Rule has laid out. And his brother, incidentally, got a scholarship too, right, just uh, recently? And his yeah, brother both both Bullock's kids have been that Nebraska kid that pushes others in the program, and then oh yeah, because of their hard work and talent, have also risen. You know, we we wonder about Henrich and how's his health? Is he uh, got a lower body injury, or is he a game time decision? Possibly, is the uh, is that an opportunity for Bullock? Absolutely. Is, is the receiving core deep and littered with all Americans? Not yet. Or and no is the answer. So you got two prep kids that like to hit people. <laughs> I mean, and, and they have a, they have a shot to be part of the, uh, the, the solution tomorrow for Nebraska on both sides of the football. Mike, when we, when we get into how this happens for Nebraska, and, and the, the the topic of momentum and getting off on the right foot. And, man, that'd be a, a real shot in the arm for Nebraska to go get a win uh, before Minnesota kind of find, finds their bearings, so to speak. How does it happen? How does Nebraska get it done tomorrow night if they do get it done? Control line of scrimmage up front, offensive line and defensive line. That's where you're going to – that's where you're going to succeed or not. And I think that – being persistent and establishing some sort of a running game. You guys talked about that. Um, I think that's important to what Nebraska wants to get done. Um, and it, again, it depends on the guys up front. And that I think that Nebraska has, again, I'm seeing it through a, a limited vision because I don't, I'm not seeing Minnesota day to day to day, or I'm not listening to the, what's being said there, but, I, I really like what I've heard here about the guys up front, and that's where I think Nebraska is going to have to have the advantage or at least hold its own in order to be successful tomorrow. Mike, are you willing to lock in a prediction for the game? I'm willing to. Uh, you know, I've told you this before. I, the, I used to cover Champaign Central High School. The coach, I, you know, I'd ask him, how, how do you think the game's going to go? And he'd say, um, Wait until Sunday, if it was a Saturday game, and then you'll know and I'll know. Oh, you would never say what he expected, but 
Um, I, you, you know, Nebraska wins the game, I think, uh, 24 to, to 20. Love it from Mike. Look at that. Mike goes against <laughs> win for Mike Babcock in Nebraska. I love it. And I, I love how Mike lays out why he shouldn't make a prediction, then he goes out and makes a prediction anyway. I love it. Drops the hammer. <laughs> just says Mikey I'm Betts right. says Mikey Betts says <laughs> You know, I predicted Nebraska would beat Georgia Southern last year, uh, handily. Uh huh. To be fair, we all did. How did that work? There, there was a lot of people grabbing handles uh, during that 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 post game soiree. Well, Mike, law of averages says you got to get one right now. I mean, you missed the Georgia Southern, you got to get one right, and you're saying Nebraska money line parlay it with the overs. I love it. Yeah, yeah. And there's a, uh, you know, Tristan Alvano is going to kick a field goal, and and uh, you're going to get three touchdowns, uh, and the defense is going to be. Uh, Staunch. Okay. Mike Babcock uh, joining us. Hail Varsity Radio on the road here in Minneapolis. Babbers, we will check in uh, tomorrow morning with you on KFOR, bud. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. And yes, I'll be up. Appreciate you.